This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Just breaking. Equal justice under the law. Who says Lady Liberty is not blind? Hunter Biden is uh, pleading pleading guilty or is he pleading no low? He is pleading to two misdemeanor counts for tax evasion. And then he has one gun charge that we've been hearing about for five years. This is a five year plus five and a half year investigation. And uh, as expected, the fix is in. This is a gift to the mainstream media. The media wing of the Biden regime is thrilled right now. I haven't had time to go through all the mainstream media broadcasts and websites, but I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the, uh, the uh, reaction from them, the coverage you're going to get all day today, all night tonight, all week, all Sunday shows, all the websites, all the newspapers will say, see, see, it's not just Trump thereafter. The, uh, the, the system is fair. Justice is blind. Hunter Biden is indeed a convicted uh, uh, tax cheat. That's it. Uh, as a reminder, the laptop, as one uh, as one sleuth uh, pointed out, has over 400 felonies on it. Drugs, guns, uh, hookers, mm, underage hookers, tax, tax uh, crimes. He's being charged with, he's pleading to two misdemeanors. There will be no trial. There will be no testimony. There will be no jail time for Hunter Biden, the biggest scumbag on planet earth. This is just a freaking joke. Let's, let's be honest. What we're seeing here is even, even a better example of the two tier justice system. Donald Trump's facing life in prison, essentially for a not promptly returning classified documents to the national archives. Um, you could say he, he it's all his fault. It's as, as, as Bill Barr keeps pointing out and Jonathan Turley, it's his own making. He could have turned these things over. He couldn't have, he didn't have to talk about them on a recording. Oh, I get all that. We'll get to that. We'll get to Donald Trump's interview with Brett Baer, which was lively. I'll give you that. It was good. It was good and uh, good back and forth. Uh, Trump was in his element battling with uh, a, a, what he views as an enemy in the mainstream media. Fox News took a couple good shots at Fox News. Brett Baer gave it right back to him. Brett Baer's a villain now to Trump Nation, but I thought the interview was pretty good, pretty ent- entertaining. We'll get to that. But right now, uh, it is breaking right now. We're getting reaction. Turley, by the way, had a great observation. He said, this is like giving a ticket to the getaway driver in a bank robbery. This will do nothing to uh, placate the uh, the Trump supporters. Hell, any honest, fair, decent person is going to look at this for what it is, a joke. This is uh, an attempt to deflect, to show to the, the, the simple-minded out there, the sheep, the mainstream media, that the Justice Department goes after Democrats, too. See, even Bidens can face criminal consequences for their actions. But as we all know, Hunter Biden belongs in prison for for the rest of his life. Hunter Biden is a criminal. No mention, of course, of the millions, the tens of millions he has taken in in bribes, in payments, in, in his influence peddling scheme. This is uh, this is a this is something that many people have predicted. I talked about it. I predicted it. This is just a way to make it to to make it appear 
as if uh, Donald Trump is not being singled out by the Justice Department, the justice system. Um, uh, Hunter Biden has to be just laughing himself, uh, laughing hysterically in his Malibu mansion as he prepares to go to uh, Arkansas to try to lower his uh, child support payments and fight with his uh, former lover, the mother of his daughter, to keep to prevent his daughter from using the name Biden. That's the kind of person Hunter Biden is. Chip off the old block, absolute piece of piece of human garbage. But uh, he wins. Biden wins again. This is this is just a friggin' joke. That's all it is. This is a show. This is all about appearances. It's look at me. Uh, I'm, I'm paying a price too, and there will be no further charges um, for Hunter Biden, at least not until he's irrelevant after the 2024 election. But the media is going to have they're, they're going to put on a show today. They're going to pretend this is real. They're going to pretend this is fair and just. This is CNN. Uh, moments ago, as the story was breaking, let's watch. Here's some breaking news coming in. John, let me get over to you. All right, Kate, thanks so much. The breaking news is this, a major development in the federal investigation into Hunter Biden, the son of President Joe Biden. Let's get right to Kara Scannell for details on this. Kara, I understand there is a plea agreement. What have you learned? Yeah, John, this five-year-long investigation now coming to a head. We have learned from new court filings um, at the U.S. District Court here in Wilmington, Delaware, that Hunter Biden has agreed to plead guilty to multiple criminal charges. I'm going to walk you through this. One of these charges involves, these are two counts of failing to file tax returns in a timely fashion. Those are misdemeanors. He's also going to plead guilty to a charge of a firearm offense. This is the possession of a firearm while you are addicted to a control substance. Now, the firearm offense is going to be diverted. And what that means is that if he meets certain conditions, that charge will go away. This will be over a set period of time. Uh, otherwise, it's the tax misdemeanor charges uh, that he has been charged with. There you go. So the, the gun charge doesn't even matter. The gun charge will go away, says the uh, CNN reporter. And the other two charges not filing your tax returns in a timely manner. He filed his returns late. That's it for Hunter Biden filing his tax returns late and a non-existent gun charge. So this is obviously not a real prosecution. He'll do no time, no big fine, probably no record. <laughs> and here's the key. Here's the key. No connection to dad. This is one of the few crimes that we know Hunter Biden's committed, which doesn't, um, go back to, to, to uh, his father. It, it, obviously, much of, many of the crimes on the laptop uh, implicate his father. Obviously, the big bribery scheme uh, with the, uh, the founder of Burisma, the corrupt energy company that hired him for $83,000 a month and paid his father a $5 million bribe and paid him a $5 million bribe. That is, there's no connection to that. So they can do this for Weeks now say, see, Hunter Biden is not above the law. The Biden family is not above the law. Hunter Biden pleads guilty to two misdemeanor tax charges. You know what? This is worse than no charge at all. This is worse. This is such, this is so transparent. This is so cynical. Everybody knows uh, it's a joke. It's just a matter of who will admit it, who will cover it honestly, fairly, 
who will agree with uh, Jonathan Turley that it's like giving a speeding ticket to the getaway driver in a bank robbery. Uh, I'll be curious. I'm going to, I'm going to be watching and, and reading all the uh, uh, reaction, all the coverage from the mainstream media. And I could just tell you how this is going to play out right now. I don't even have to watch. I could just, uh, I just know Joe Scarborough is gloating and saying, Hey, all you MAGA people, all you Republicans who said, there's a two tier justice system. And, uh, and it's the whole system is rigged. What do you say now? Well, I say now it's more obvious than ever that the fix is in, that this is rigged, that we have a sitting president who is taking bribes, who has made a fortune selling influence when he was vice president, when he was president, enriching his family, they'll, they'll cover this. This will be the first time they've covered any crime by a Biden family member. They have still spent zero minutes on the bribery scandal on most of the mainstream networks and CNN and MSNBC, nothing. They don't touch it. But this minor tax offenses, minor misdemeanors, they will cover this because it serves their purpose. This system is just so far, just so corrupt right now under the Biden administration. It really is. This is just comical watching this thing unfold. But uh, that's the big news today, Tuesday. Um, it's it's over. There won't be any any fur- no more no further statements, no interviews, no press conferences, no uh, sit-down interviews with Hunter or Joe about these crimes. It'll go away just like that. By tomorrow, they'll be saying, yeah, he paid us fine. He's moving on. And now we can go to Arkansas and try to uh, stop his little daughter, Navy, from uh, taking his name. That's the little daughter, Navy, who Joe Biden still does not acknowledge exists. He said over the weekend, over Father's Day weekend, that he had six grandchildren, three granddaughters. That's a lie. He has seven grandchildren, three granddaughters or four granddaughters, they don't uh, acknowledge the existence of their youngest granddaughter because uh, her father is a scumbag crackhead and her mother is a former stripper. But uh, God save the queen, man. (laughs) We got lots to get to. We got another Biden gaffe. We got a diagnosis from a doctor uh, on Joe Biden. She, she, um, has a specific condition. She's diagnosed him from, from afar, of course. She's a TV doctor. She was on uh, Newsmax last night. It's pretty interesting. We've got Biden promising, promising to conserve conserve 30% of the land in the, by 2020. He's going to get this thing done by 2020. That's the kind of go-getter he is. We have uh, <laughs> Meghan Markle cheating her podcast audience. I feel cheated by the way, by Meghan Markle. I thought that thing was on the level. I thought she was conducting those interviews herself. I can't believe it was all a hoax. And uh, I'm you're not going to believe how much money Meghan and Harry were paid to do this podcast that nobody listened to. Colin Kaepernick finally admits that he's a communist. <laughs> yes, he admitted he's a communist. We got some, some of the Trump interview with Brett Baer. I have to give Brett Baer credit for one. One thing, he asked the single greatest question in uh, interviewing history. It is just price. It's like a minute long and Trump, you know, he handles it okay. But the question, it just made me laugh out loud. And uh, Bill Roden, formerly the New York Times, now at ESPN, has a long, long, angry column. Bill Roden is not happy with all those people out there who are calling Nikola Jokic the greatest player ever. 
You know, all those people, remember all those people, Ironhead, during the finals who were saying, Jokic is the greatest ever. He's, he's better than Michael Jordan and LeBron James and Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell and Larry Bird, the greatest ever. I, I was kind of, I, I kind of surprised at that too, how many people called him the greatest ever. Bill Roden, of course, says it's racism because Jokic is white and people just want there to be a great white player. There's only one problem, as Bobby Burke points out on Outkick, only one problem. Nobody said it. <laughs> no, He has a 1,300-word column ripping all those people who called Jokic the greatest player ever. They don't exist. That, to me, encapsulates the, the, menta- the culture at ESPN better than anything. This is a guy working for ESPN, writing for ESPN.com, who has a whole column about racism and race and the racist people who think Jokic is great. They don't exist. It's like much of the racism that the mainstream media uh, manufactures today. It's not there. The supply of racism doesn't come close to meeting the demand, but it doesn't stop Bill Roden, a a 73-year-old columnist who's been writing uh, these kind of columns for 40 years. doesn't stop him or the editors from trying to advance this narrative that racists are promoting Jokic as the greatest ever. They just not. They don't exist. He couldn't even make one up like an anonymous, you know, Twitter person who said Jokic is the greatest ever. He's obviously he's not. He's great. He's the best player in the league. He could end up being the greatest center ever. He's still young. He's got two MVPs and a title. He's not done. But uh, we'll get to that. I'll, I'll, I'll read you some of that column. It's incredible. And uh, we'll get to uh, some of the cuts from Trump's combative interview with uh, Brett Baird. I'll give him credit. That was a, a great shot at Fox News. He was this close to saying, yeah, well, no one's watching since you dumped Tucker. He was, he wanted, I don't know why he didn't say that. He was close to saying that. By the way, a bunch of people, are, according to our friend Chadwick Moore, at least nine people have left Fox News, been fired or quit, and are going to work for Tucker. So he's not just doing twit, Twitter. He's just not doing tweets. He's got something in the works. You've got nine like highly paid production people joining you in your next endeavor. Sounds like he's got to be big. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, we'll get into that and lots more on today's Callahan Show. But first, are you at war with your skin? An unbearable itch causing uncontrollable scratching that damages your skin even more? With drug-free topical Eximate, it's simple. No itch, no scratch. Imagine jumping in the pool or simply washing your hands without that prickly sting of needles. Even better, when it's your baby that you can finally sleep through the night. Enjoy every aspect of life again with Eximate. Feel comfortable with your skin, no matter where the itch or why. With a 100% drug-free, doctor-developed Eximate, it's simple. No itch, no scratch, or your money back. Call 800-854-1262. 800-854-1262. I will bring you the latest on the charges against Hunter Biden. We'll see if they catch him, like, outside his Malibu mansion or maybe, you know, flying on the private jet to Arkansas, just laughing hysterically to himself because, boy, is the system rigged to protect him. The most, as as Miranda Devine calls him, the most protected man in America, Hunter Biden, a guy who has committed multiple, if not hundreds of felonies, drugs, hookers, underage hookers, uh, bribery, influence peddling, money laundering, and he's facing, this this is a bigger joke than, 
than Al Capone. At least Al Capone went to prison. This scumbag will never see the inside of a prison. And uh, I'll be curious to see who actually admits that this is uh, the best example yet of our two tiered justice system. Uh, we got to get to this. Uh, you know what? I know it's a daily theme, but it's kind of important. If you're not aware, if you're not really paying attention, something you got to know about the state of the United the state of our country right now, our commander in chief, he's got dementia. He's got, to, he's not well. Uh, there's a great piece on the federalist that was, uh, I think it was just posted this morning by David Hassani. And the headline is, Joe Biden is not okay. And he just lists the gaffes and the, and the, you know, this, the bumbling and the stumbling and the tripping and the bizarre things he blurts out in like the last two weeks. I mean, you put them all together, like with a little timeline over two weeks, a guy that's being protected and, and carefully uh, managed and he still manages almost on a daily basis to leave the country scratching its head, wondering what the hell he's talking about, you know, with uh, building a train across the Indian Ocean or saying, God save the queen. I mean, just one gaffe after another. And uh, and then on top of that, falling down, wandering the, the wrong way off stage. It's time to talk about the the obvious cognitive issues and wonder if indeed we're seeing the man in the throes of dementia and wonder how much worse it's going to get this things like this for 80 year old dementia patients, they don't get better. They get progressively worse and they know uh, there's nothing you know, the doctors know neurologists know there's nothing they can do about it except make him comfortable, except they got a problem. He's ostensibly running for re-election. So you have a man running for re-election, which is a grind, running to stay in power, to stay in office for another four years, who can't exit a stage properly. I mean, if he doesn't fall down, he goes the wrong way. A guy who is literally lost no matter where he is. They move him around. You know, he's hitting the campaign trail, I guess, uh, you know, not full time. He's not going to be on the daily grind the way you know, Trump is or, or Vivek Raswamy or RFK Jr. He's not going to keep up that kind of schedule, but they do have to throw an occasional appearance. And uh, so far, it's only, it's only 18 months to go. So far, not going well. This is him in California yesterday talking about his big plans to, uh, to conserve more land which means to stop, I mean, make more land, I don't know, national parks, protected areas. Don't we have enough of those? I mean, why is this a good thing? We're going to stop building, using farming on more land? I don't know why. I guess this is a, you know, a sop to his uh, far left, crazy Green New Deal uh, supporters. But uh, let's listen to the promise. I'm just going to say this promise is really bold, and I'm not sure if Joe can fulfill it, but you be the judge. Go ahead. And maybe most important, I've committed that by 2020, we will have conserved 30% of all the lands and waters the United States has jurisdiction over and simultaneously reduce emissions to blunt climate impact. Oh, God, God. 
I mean, it's a guy who can't ride a bike and he's going to tell us how we're going to blunt climate impact. But I'll just say, I don't think he's going to accomplish this goal. I think it's a little too bold. It's going to get it done by 2020. Joe, I think you're, uh, it's a little bit, I think you bit off more than you could chew. By the way, right after that speech, moments after that, a Democrat congresswoman took him by the hand and he looked like a child and like led him off the stage over to meet some other people. He's in California. Why do you even have to go to California? California doesn't matter. California is, you know, deep blue, crazy blue. They're never going to vote. They're going to vote for you no matter what. Joe Biden could be in a in a coffin and they'll vote for him. He might be and they'll vote for him. I guess, uh, you know, it's it's going out and meeting and greeting your supporters and trying to raise money. Maybe, you know, maybe RFK Jr. will have you know, make, make some headway in California, but it's not like a real state uh, that matters in the electoral map. But uh, that was Biden. Yesterday, last night on Eric Bowling's show on uh, Newsmax, uh, I, I always wonder how a doctor can do this, how a doctor, and you'll see them on Fox News and Newsmax, doctors talking about this. It's kind of important. Let's face it. Um, I was curious, what, what would a neurologist, what would a doctor say? They get to see a lot of Biden. Again, they hide him best they can, but sometimes you can't help it. He's out there. He's... He's speaking, he's walking, he's stumbling, he's falling, he's, he's uh, you know, saying, God save the queen. And you say, if this were, if this weren't president, if he were like most 80-year-olds retired, if he were, you know, tending to his vegetable garden and, you know, watching Wheel of Fortune and getting to bed at 7 o'clock. By the way, he tweeted last night at 1120. You think Joe Biden's really tweeting oh, on yeah. the... Uh, Eleven twenty p.m. I don't think he was still in California either. Even that wouldn't matter. But um, he's supposed to be enjoying his golden years, enjoying his grandchildren. Not all of them, but uh, you know, most of them. He's supposed to be, you know, at his beachfront mansion on the on the front porch in a rocking chair. That's what he's supposed to be doing. Instead, he's you know the leader of the free world, sending his uh, pathetic. Uh, Secretary of State to China to be just embarrassed on the world stage. Uh, we can get to that at some point. But uh, so this doctor, what's her name? Dr. Victory? That's her actual name, Victory? Dr. Victory. She doesn't lose. Dr. Victory. That's a, uh, that's a pretty cool name. Trump would love her. You know, Trump likes cool names. <laughs> we'll get to Trump's. Uh, the list of people he surrounded himself with, which is... Mm, not good, not good, but uh, we'll get to that. I want to play this some from this Dr. Victory, the uh, the physician who came on with Eric Bowling and did a long distance diagnosis. This people I know who, who you know, Biden defenders, the media will say she hasn't ever sat down with him and really uh, diagnosed him and looked in his eyes. No, she hasn't, but she's seen a lot of dementia patients and she's looking at one and she explains why she thinks we're seeing. A, we're looking at the president of the United States who is seeking his second term, allegedly, in the throes of dementia. That's what we're looking at. With all the troubles in the world, literally, China's about to invade Taiwan. We're in the middle of a war in Ukraine. We got the open border. We got drugs. We got crime. We got inflation. And we have a president who is 80 and not well. It is just a scary scary thought but let's listen to this woman tell me if she doesn't make sense go ahead 
Now to assess why political leaders like Joe Biden and John Fetterman are not fit to serve the American people is trauma and emergency Dr. Kelly Victory. She's also the president of Victory Health. Doctor, we don't want to appear callous. These two men are two of the most powerful people in America, if not the world. So if either of these men presented this way in one of your emergency rooms, would you be alarmed again as a physician? Absolutely, Eric. This is really unconscionable. Um, dementia is a brutal master. And the idea that Joe Biden has been allowed to continue in office despite his uh, cognitive decline is really reprehensible. The people who care about him, if nothing else, uh, should uh, take him off the stage and remove him from office. This is a national security issue. John Fetterman clearly is suffering from cognitive impairment. I don't know his state of uh, cognition prior to his stroke, but at this point, it's very clear he's incapable of even reading words like infrastructure off of a teleprompter, let alone being able to define them. Both of these men are struggling. Both of them are in elected positions with a lot of power and authority. And I think it's not only an embarrassment to our country, but an embarrassment to them personally. And as I said, regardless of whether or not you agree with their politics, we should not allow this to go on. Doc, um, we've heard the, the, the soundbite over and over all weekend long of him, Biden, uh, again, ending his his comments with God save the queen. We all know the queen's dead. So I'm, over the weekend, I watched Politico and other other, you know, left leaning news sites say, oh, well, that's what it's a, it's a Biden euphemism. It's a Biden thing. I don't buy this because it doesn't get better. It keeps happening. Dr. Victor, he said by the year 2020, we will forward thinking. Yeah. He's, th he's three years. The, the reality. He, he's, it, yeah, go ahead. The, the reality, Eric, is that Joe Biden has every sign, cognitive and physical, of Parkinsonian dementia. I've been reporting on this uh, for since well before the election, frankly, before he was elected to office, to the presidency. He has the stiff, uh, the stiff arm movements, the shuffling gait, difficulty with word finding, uh, angry outbursts, difficulty following a teleprompter, and on and on. And the problem with this type of dementia is it is progressive. It is absolutely going to get worse. There you go. That, I mean, that, that's accurate. That is accurate. This type of dementia gets worse, and it is scary for the family. Obviously, his family doesn't care. They're so drunk with power. They know they can continue to make millions off him, so they're gonna, he's going to shuffle out there as long as he can, and the mainstream, mainstream media is complicit in that. I mentioned this, uh, this piece in uh, Federalist. This is funny. After the weekend, which we saw the, you know, God save the queen. And a few days after they're going to build a train over the Indian ocean. And before that he fell down and uh, just a whole litany of, you know, bizarre uh, uh, symptoms of his condition, which she calls Parkinsonian's dementia. Axios writer Alex Thompson points out that Biden quote, has an arsenal of wacky phrases and he calls them quirky aphorisms. <laughs> He says uh, sometimes his, uh, Biden's aphorisms are weaponized by Republicans to insinuate the 80-year-old president is in mental decline. So Axios says that's just Republicans insinuating. Uh, Biden's mental acuity, never impressive, has considerably deteriorated. He also tends to botch old-timey sayings like lots of luck in your senior year, which he said uh, one time. 
But most reporters who pretend perceptions of Biden's decline are due to his propensity for homespun maxims or previously unknown stuttering problems are almost surely wouldn't find him fit enough to babysit their kids. That is so true. New York Times said Biden can, quote, veer into personal folklore with the factual edges shaved off to make them more powerful for audiences. That is so good. He shaves off the factual edges of uh, his stories <laughs> because imagine how come they never say that about Trump? You know, when Trump says they stole the election, why isn't he just shaving the factual edges of his stories? The media is so corrupt. They really are. But there's a good point, uh, a good piece explaining just how far gone our president is. But uh, there'll be another one today. Give him a day. He'll get worse. But uh, we got lots more to get to. We got to get to this Trump interview and this Bill Roden piece and my heroes, Megan and Harry, Megan and Harry. I, I, I mean, I knew they made a lot of money, but I didn't know they made this much money. 20 million for 12 podcasts, which some of which she didn't even participate in. She faked it. <laughs> she got Spotify just should be ashamed of themselves giving these two grifters $20 million. But I guess they got it. I guess they can afford it, but uh, we'll get to that. Lots more. But first, the best-selling Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier uses proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and so much more. With over 350,000 already sold, you know it works. Any smell will vanish after just a few seconds with the thunderstorm being on. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. The powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules which seek out and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. Best of all, no filters to buy over and over again, saving you real money. Start enjoying your home again and get several Eden Pure Thunderstorms. Right now, you could save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm free pack for home hole protection. You get three units for under $200. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, family room, kitchen, Anywhere you need clean, fresh air. Just go to EdenPureDeals.com and put in discount code JERRY to save $200. That's G-E-R-R-Y. That's EdenPureDeals.com, discount code JERRY. Shipping is free. Uh, Brett Bear's taking a beating from uh, Trumpers from the Trump uh, world because uh, he had kind of a combative interview with Trump. But what the hell? What do you want? I like this kind of thing. I think it elevates Trump even when Trump screws up. And he did screw up a couple of times. He talked about the documents case and he had no hesitation. He doesn't say I shouldn't get into that. He just talks about it, even though it's pending, even though he knows that Jack Smith is watching. A lot of people were theorizing that uh, Trump hung himself last night in this interview. And maybe he did, but that's just the way he, he, that's the way he rolls. And uh, I think, as I've said about like Vivek Ramaswamy and RFK Jr., it says something about a guy when he's not afraid to sit down for a combative interview where he knows they'll butt heads. It's something Joe Biden would never, Joe Biden won't even sit down with, you know, Chuck Todd or Andrea Mitchell, who will literally pull off his loafer and suck on his toes while he's talking. He won't do that. Trump says, I'll go in with Brett Baer. He, he claims, you know, Fox News is out to get him and hates him. And some people are on Fox News. And he got his shots in on Fox News. And there was a lot to like for the Trumpers. 
I'm sure a lot of people a little uneasy. I mean, there were some people declaring Eric Erickson, well-known radio host and kind of a Trump-hating Republican, said it's over. He just admitted to his crimes. I'm not sure he did that, but he didn't help himself in the documents case. But that that's just the way he is. He can't help it. He's never, you can't muzzle him, which is what, why people, you know, so many people like him. But I want to, we got a couple of cuts, but the one that, that I laughed out loud and uh, it kind of illustrates one of Trump's flaws. He surrounded himself in his first term with some really bad people, disloyal people, rotten people, backstabbers. And uh, he can promise not to do it again. I, I think if you're a Trump supporter, if you're Trump, you say, listen, I learned. Live and learn. I, I, I got to know some of these people. They're bad people. I replaced them. I fired them. They're, they're gone. I won't do that again. I mean, obviously, he promoted Chris Ray. Chris Ray, who rigged, helped rig the last election. Chris Ray, who would like nothing more than to see Trump behind bars. He promoted him. Obviously, he handed the country to Fauci. That's going to be a campaign issue. That's not going to help him. But he has to say, listen, I learned. I will not do it again. But let's listen to the question from Brett Baer. I think it's something, you know, the DeSantis and Vivek and then Tim Scott, they'll all pick up on this because it's a hard thing to explain why you hired so many bad people or just disloyal people, people that just don't like you and support you. Um, I have my theories. We'll get to let's listen to the rundown for Brett Baer. It's pretty good. Okay. In 2016, you said that. I'm going to surround myself with only the best and most serious people. Well, I did do that. This and we time, had tremendous. Look, we had the best economy we've ever had. This the world time has ever seen. Your vice president, Mike Pence, is running against you. Yeah. Your ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, she's running against you. Your former secretary of state, Mike Pompeo, said he's not supporting you. You mentioned National Security Advisor John Bolton. He's not supporting you either. You mentioned Attorney General Bill Barr. Uh, says you shouldn't be president again. I uh, calls you. A consummate narcissist and troubled man. You recently called and uh, bar a, a gutless pig. Uh, your second defense secretary is not supporting you, called you irresponsible. This week, you and your White House called your White House chief of staff, John Kelly, weak and ineffective and born with a very small brain. You called your acting <laughs> White House chief of staff, Mick Mulvaney, a born loser. You called your first secretary of state, Rex Tillerson, dumb as a rock. And your first defense secretary, James Mattis, the world's most overrated general. You called your White House Press Secretary Kayla Kennedy milk toast, and multiple times you've referred to your transportation secretary Elaine Chow as Mitch McConnell's China loving wife. So, <laughs> why did you hire all of them in the first place? <laughs> I don't know if Brett Bear wrote that himself, but that is the all-time greatest question. And you know what Trump should have just said? He he didn't, but he just just said. All true. I stand by every word of it. He's a fat pig. He has a small brain. Uh, no, the the uh, nod of when he's like, yeah, you called him a fat pig. And he's just like, mm -hmm. he starts yeah. nodding his head. Yes, I, I did. He doesn't, he doesn't interrupt. He knows it. And that's just his style. He asked him, why are you so combative? And he says, I'm combative because the media is so dishonest. It's the only way I get the word out. And he's right. I mean, we haven't heard from most of the candidates, Nikki Haley and Tim Scott, even DeSantis. If Trump takes up all the oxygen. I watch every morning. I watch CNN, these people. I watch MSNBC. They, they do nothing. Uh, I mean, they're, doing, they're covering the little submarine. Now it's breaking news. We can get to that. But it's just wall-to-wall -wall coverage of Trump all day. And the, 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 the great frustration they have is this kind of thing 
does not deter any Trump supporters. We we talked about this with Dave Rubin the other day. Like when Trump got indicted, his his approval ratings went up and he didn't lose one voter. Now, Dave, who's a big DeSantis supporter, says, yeah, but he didn't gain a voter. I'm not. But the question is, does that matter? Does he have enough support now to win? They can't, they can't hit him with anything else. They've already tried to, you know, indicted him in two different places. More to come. They're, he's facing the rest of his life in prison. You know, the entire media state, the security state, they all have worked overtime to destroy him, to stop him. And he just throws it by, right back at them. And his supporters love that. That question, I that didn't make me think less of Trump. That made me, that, that was just a great, you know, summary of, of Trump. Um, reacting to people who were were not supportive, not just except the Kaylee McEnany that bothered me. She was a great advocate, a great supporter of Trump. She did it every day up in the in the dais at the at the press room. She battled those jackals every day in supporting him, and he turned on her because she read a poll. That was it. That was wrong. He shouldn't have done that. But the rest of it, you know, let's be honest. Bill Barr is a what do you call him? A fat slob. <laughs> <laughs> and and Mitch McConnell's wife is a Chinese, China-loving, just like Mitch. They've made a fortune off China. He should have just said, well, it's all accurate. I stand by it, every word of it. But yeah, let's watch this. This is hilarious. Trump's, after his indictment, the phony documents indictment, again, here's the crime. He didn't hand everything over promptly the way Joe Biden did and Mike Pence did. Um, why would you? They're out to get you. He he knows that National Archives, everybody in Washington is against him. He knows it's some, at some level it's a setup. They don't want him to uh, to hand it over so they can arrest him, indict him, jail him. Um, I could see why the de- negotiations to turn the stuff over were a little contentious for Trump but not for Biden because the people at the National Archives, they're Biden supporters. They're all in on the whole get Trump thing. So that's the crime. He didn't hand them right over. You want to put a former president in jail for the rest of his life for that? Uh, but anyway, they indict him. The media is thinking, we got him now. Even the Trump supporters, even the real hardcore Trumpers will will bail. Even the support will uh, will wane. Didn't happen. He's talking about a poll, by the way. We'll, we'll get to this cut. It's great. He's talking about a poll that has Biden leading Trump. Most polls have Biden have Trump leading Biden. I think it was in Harris, I mean, a Harvard poll came out like two days ago, has Trump up on Biden by six. Watch how Jonathan Cohen reacts when he sees a poll that shows Trump's numbers are going up and he's within the margin of error of being, of uh, catching Biden. Go ahead. Let's take a look at a poll taken entirely after the indictment was announced and unsealed uh, from NPR. It showed that Trump's favorable ratings actually went from 70 uh, 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 76%, I'm sorry, it's favorable, 76, 60, you got me, I'm mixed up here. But <laughs> let, me start, let me start all over. The, the bottom line is his favorable ratings actually increased and his unfavorable ratings went down among Republican voters and independents who lean Republican. So in other words, his standing among Republicans actually has improved since this indictment was announced. He couldn't read it right because he was like, this can't be right. <laughs> it improved considerably. They don't get it. That's the beauty of this. They don't get it. They don't understand it. They think, wait, he got arrested. He got indicted. He stole documents. And Why do they still support him? These people 
who support a man who's been credibly accused of taking bribes, of selling out his country, they don't get why Trump hasn't lost any support despite the, the, the persecution in so many places. All this, you know, we, we talked about this woman, Stacey Plaskett. Plaskett. She's a delegate from Virgin Islands. She doesn't even get to vote. She's the one that called uh, Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger so-called journalists. She attacked them for reporting on the Twitter files for exposing the fact that the FBI was colluding with Twitter and Facebook to rig the election. She attacked the journalists. And of course, the re- you know the, the rest of the media are on her side, journalists against journalism, which is a big thing in Washington these days. But uh, I want you to keep one thing in mind when we play this cut from Plaskett, the uh, congresswoman from Virgin Islands, from Jeffrey Epstein's old district. Uh, that's a whole other story. But uh, keep one thing in mind. A baseball play-by-play announcer got fired for misspeaking when he talked about the uh, the Negro League Hall of Fame just a couple of weeks ago. He stumbled across it. He obviously, it was an accident. Obviously, he didn't say it intentionally. It was inadvertent. He got fired. So you get fired now sometimes for misspeaking. It's kind of like the weatherman we talked about who who said a racial slur accidentally one day just because he stumbled over his words and got fired and only got reinstated when Al Roker came to his defense. It is an amazing development that in this country you can get fired. Your life can be ruined for just misspeaking, not saying something intentionally or consciously, misspeaking, screwing up the word, and you could lose your job. She won't because obviously she's a Democrat. She hates Trump, so this is okay. But let's listen to Stacey Plaskett talk about What has to be done to stop Trump? Having Trump not only have had the codes, but now having the classified information for Americans and being able to put that out and share it in his resort with anyone and everyone who comes through should be terrifying to all Americans. Mm -hmm. And he needs to be stopped. (laughs) She meant that. That's much worse than the Negro League guy. She meant that he has to be shot. Uh, Dan Bongino talks about, about this all the time, that they are putting Trump's life at risk. They are, oh, yeah. literally, they are literally putting the option on the table, like he must be stopped, whatever means. He's evil. You know, if you could go back in time, would you kill Hitler? Uh, they, they, that's the way look, they look at him. He's Hitler. And what they do, what they say, puts Trump life in danger. There'll be no repercussions for that. Nothing. You could say Trump should be shot. No big deal. Who cares? So what? But that's how they feel. She says that because he had classified documents in a very secure place with Secret Service protection, literally walls, guards, security guards, while Joe Biden had it in a garage, had it in the Penn Biden Center, which is financed by the Chinese Communist Party, had it at his lawyer's office in Boston. That's okay. But Trump had it at Mar-a-Lago, so he must be shot. These people are nuts, insane. Do we have time for another Trump cut? Because there's some good ones here. Do we have the uh, we have him talking about uh, Fox News? <laughs> oh yeah, I like how, I like how too like uh, videos like that come out, and then they're like, "Why is his approval rating going up?" It's like it's pretty I, obvious. I know, they don't, it is amazing. It's been seven years since he's or eight years now. What? So, yeah, 2015. Eight years exactly since he came down the escalator. And they still don't get it. They don't get the fact that they that they elevate him. They when they do things like this, when they when they show 
when they try to indict him, try to arrest him, try to put him in jail while letting the Biden family skate, that does nothing but embolden his supporters, galvanize his supporters, and they still act like it is a mystery. They don't they don't get it. But uh, let's watch Trump take a good shot. This was good Trump. You know, we got good Trump, bad Trump every day. This is good Trump taking a shot at Brett Baer. I just wish he would have gone there. He wanted to say ever since you dumped Tucker Carlson, but he didn't. He just said people are they're losing viewers at Fox News. Go ahead. First of all, I won in 2020 by a lot. Okay, you let's get that straight. I won by in a 2020. lot. You know that. If you look at all of the tapes, if you look at everything that you want to look at, you take a look at Truth to Vote, where they have people stuffing the ballot boxes on tapes. Or President, let's go to recent. Well, wait a minute. Let's go to recent. FBI, Twitter. Let's go to recent. The 51 agents. All corrupt stuff, Brett. Understand about the all, Hunter Biden. Well, no, but all that's fair things. The election. But yeah, that's cheating on the election. You lost the 2020 election. Uh, Brett, uh, you take a look at all of the stuff ballots. You take a look at all of the things, including things like the 51 intelligence there, agents. There were recounts in all of the swing states. There was not significant we're widespread We're trying to get recounts, real recounts, not just numbers of votes Widespread cast. corruption. There was not a sense of that. There were lawsuits, more than 50 of them, by your lawyers, some in front of Freddy, judges, Freddy. judges that you appointed. Look at Wisconsin. That came out with Wisconsin no evidence. Is, Wisconsin has practically admitted it was rigged. Other states are doing the same right now, and it's continuing. There have been a review it was a of every election. potential case of voter fraud in six battleground states, and they found fewer than 475 cases. You know why? Because they didn't affected. look at the right things. Okay, Brett. are you going they to were be counting? They were counting ballots, not the authenticity of the ballot. The ballots were fake ballots. You had this asked, was a very rigged. Are election. you going to go? This is how you're going to tell that independent suburban no, woman no, voter no. We're, to vote we're for you. off to winning an election, and I think we're winning very well. Oh, that's, that's More independent voters watch Fox News than any other TV source. A lot less than used to watch it. They do watch. Those voters no, usually, less, they usually make up. A lot less, Brett. <laughs> a lot less, Brett. He should have said. But I, I tweeted about this last night. I don't like this strategy. I like the fact that he could talk about the election was rigged, as we've talked about many times. It was rigged by big tech colluding with Twitter and Facebook, by big media. Uh, by the security state, FBI worked with Twitter, CIA worked with the 51 phony intelligence agents who lied about the laptop. They suppressed the laptop, which in itself could have swung the election. That's a rigging by any definition. I don't like the stuffed ballot boxes and the in the fake elect fake ballots because they have an answer for that. Brett Baer is just like every other anchor on any other network. He's going to say, you lost. It wasn't uh, stolen from you. He should say, okay, it wasn't stolen. It was rigged. Because they can't deny the laptop was suppressed and the 51 intelligence agents lied. They can't uh, uh, lie about the Twitter files and how the FBI literally paid Twitter to suppress uh, Trump support and, 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 and elevate Biden support. That's what they did. So that was rigged. You can go there, John Donald. You should go there. But don't talk about stuff, ballot boxes in Wisconsin and, you know, before this judge and that judge. That doesn't work. And Brett makes a good point. The suburban independent woman who is undecided, she doesn't want to hear that. She would like to hear him talk about, you know, the, all the social issues. I think the cultural issues, education, gender insanity, the gender ideology insanity, that kind of stuff works with suburban independent women, but good little 
dig at Fox News. I enjoyed that. <laughs> God save the queen, man. God save the queen, man. All right, let's get to let's get to the queen. Oh, she's not a queen. She's a whatever she is. Princess, not a princess either. What is what is Megan? Duchess. Duchess. A duchess. I can never keep my royal straight and I'm proud of it. I don't but know what we'll that be, is, though. Well, let me do Shay. Then we'll do uh, we'll do uh, Megan and we'll do uh, Bill Roden at uh, at ESPN. I love this. This is the, you got to read this Bobby Burke piece on Outkick. It's great. And uh, there's no bigger fraud than Bill Roden or. ESPN, let's be honest, this is the kind of thing they love at ESPN. But first, as you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com. And while you're there, you can look for a job. Shea Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to SheaConcrete.com. I had to read this twice. We were talking about this before we started recording. You know what? It's amazing. I, 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 this is just a crazy coincidence. I heard. Meghan Markle makes the same as we do to do a podcast. It's just weird. I mean, I, I thought, you know, I didn't think of that. I thought it was a lot, but 20 million. How does Spotify, is Spotify a public company? I should know this. How do you explain giving 20 million to these two grifters that people, most people can't stand so they can lie about their family and lie about you know racism in the royal family. William and Meghan, I mean, Harry and Meghan, whatever. Which one is he? Harry, right? Yes, Harry, Harry and Meghan. According to, uh, what do we got here? The Daily, uh, Daily Mail. Got 20 million bucks and they failed to fulfill their contract. Spotify ended the agreement because they did not hold up their end of the deal. She did. I forget. I don't know the number that she participated in, but I believe together they did like 12 podcasts and they got 20 million bucks and coincidentally 20, 20 listeners too. about yet. Yeah, Megan's 12 episode podcast featured a series of high profile guests during a one season run one season. She had on Mariah Carey, Serena Williams and Mindy Kaling and nobody heard it. Nobody listened. Well, you I look, you made the, me listen to the Serena Williams one. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's so you were one of the few. Yeah. Um, and uh, they canceled it. Imagine, imagine mailing this in. And now, according to sources, they're saying she faked it, that they did, that she didn't even sit down for some of the interviews. They dubbed her voice in later. So she's getting 20 minutes, getting 2 million bucks an episode, and she doesn't even do the show. Oh, these people are just repulsive. They really are. There's nobody, nobody who respects or likes these people. Spotify, Netflix, they got so many, so many grifts going, so many scams going. 
And uh, you know what the problem is? They're not going away. They love the spotlight. They pretend they don't, but they love it. So they are never going away. And Bill Simmons got all kinds of coverage, but because he called them grifters and effing grifters uh, and talk, talked about what scam artists they are. Bill Simmons sold the ringer to Spotify. I forgot this for $200 million. I think it was actually is that true. Yeah, I think it was 250. Actually, I thought $250 million. Bill Simmons sold. I didn't remember that, but good for him. Good for him. But uh, that is amazing. I, I once had a host, a, a partner who wanted to do this too. He asked if he, I think he was going to play golf and we were interviewing Kurt Schilling and he said, could you guys just do the interview and dub my voice in later? <laughs> and we said, what? You got to sit out here for a half hour and do an interview. But he wanted to play golf. We said, uh, no, that's not happening. But uh, I think it, I think it does occasionally with, with, you know, the big stars. They dub the voice in later. But that's what they did. She couldn't be bothered to actually do the interview with whatever Serena Williams Someone had to dub her voice in later. Well, it's all about uh, women empowerment, Jerry. So naturally, that's how they I treat guess it. So. Uh, we got to get to this quickly because this is my favorite story of the day. It's, I could do three hours today. I really could. But uh, uh, if you don't know who Bill, Bur- Bill Roden is, he's a uh, columnist, I guess, for ESPN now. He worked for the New York Times forever. And he's just kind of playing out the string at ESPN because that's the place you go if you're a total race hustler. That's all that matters to Bill Roden, racism. He makes it up if it doesn't exist, which is fine. Today, you can make up, call people racist. They love it at ESPN. It, it, it sustains them. I saw yesterday, uh, yesterday, this Bill Plaschke. He's an old white guy, a columnist, longtime columnist with the LA Times. He went on ESPN and defended the Dodgers for honoring the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. And somebody on Twitter pointed out, that's how you stay at CSPN when you're an old white guy. That's the only way. you got to praise those freaks that mock Catholicism uh, and, 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 you know, go against you know millions of Dodger fans. But, hey, you do what it takes if you want to survive at ESPN. And Bill Roden knows what it takes. He wrote an entire article, uh, as, as uh, Bobby Berg points out, the premise of each article he, he writes is the same. White people are racist, and it's kosher to spew racism back at them. It's what he's been doing for decades. But his latest is perhaps the laziest. I mean, it's 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 downright funny. It's uh, Burak writes, Nikola Jokic is the target of his latest piece on ESPN about racial grievance. Um in it, Roden moans that white people elevated Jokic to the greatest of all time and the great white hope. He writes, my issue is not with proclamations of Jokic's greatness, but with the premature coronation of Jokic as the greatest ever, the greatest of all time, the best center the NBA has ever had, the best of all time. He writes, of all time encompasses a vast universe and can only be assessed at the end of a career. There are many more miles to travel before Jokic sits atop Mount Everest. Oh, what a cliche. Uh, anyway, uh, Burke writes, perhaps you're wondering in your head who declared Jokic the greatest of all time. Unfortunately, nowhere in the 1,259-word article did Roden say. He didn't cite a single white person or any person who said Jokic was the greatest ever. He, he's got an entire column ripping, blasting people who call Jokic the greatest ever. 
Those people don't exist. No, they don't. This is what qualifies as journalism at ESPN now. This is hilarious. This is a long column about racism in the NBA and obviously, you know, talks about Bird and what things that people said about Bird. It's another thing. Talks about Larry Bird being just another guy because that's what, you know, Dennis Rodman and Isaiah Thomas said. Boy, do you, you have it just be a blind racist or a moron to think Bird was, you know, a product of people elevating the white guy. But that is priceless. That is perfect. That is ESPN in a nutshell. And as I always say, three, two things, two things you got to believe to work at ESPN. Colin Kaepernick is a hero and Donald Trump is evil. Those two things, you check those boxes, you win. Yesterday, uh, Kaepernick, it was announced, uh, I think he's part of a, a he wrote for this, an essay or a couple of essays This in this book. And the whole thing is by Marxists. He admits that, um, he, he says, black liberation is not possible under capitalism. It's a whole book. And the writers are all prominent black Marxists who collaborated on a book project that aims to defend race-centered curriculum in American schools. And Kaepernick, I mean, I'll, I'll never read it. No one will read it. But he writes a book that's all Marxists celebrating Marxism. So he finally admits a guy who uh, lives in a $5.4 million mansion in New York. Oh, in uh, Las Vegas. I'm sorry. He's in Vegas now. Uh, and uh, supports black liberation and Marxism. So now we know the guy, the hero to the, all the people you see on ESPN is a Marxist, but that won't stop Nike from putting him in another ad. That won't stop ESPN from saying what a hero he is fighting for social justice. But I do recommend you read, read Bobby Burke's piece on outkick or, or just go to Bill Rodens on ESPN. It is hilarious, but I, we got to move here. Let's go see, you know, see if, uh, Hunter Biden has been caught laughing hysterically at the world. He must be, I mean, he's probably wasted by now. It's, uh, you know, almost noon or almost 11, but uh, he just must be, they must be just gloating and loving this. It is just, he's, he's, he's free. There'll be no other indictments. He's done. Hunter's off the hook, no prison, probably minimal fine. He can't own a handgun for, I don't know, a month. <laughs> that's, that's the extent of the punishment for the star of the laptop from hell. But anyway, it'll be interesting to see how everybody reacts. That will do it for today. Thanks to everyone for listening. Don't forget, subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Go to Newsmax.com slash listen if you want to know where you can find us. If you're watching on Locals, go to Newsmax.com slash listen. Download the Newsmax app. I made I made Iron Ed do it. It's great. It's free. You can watch Newsmax right now, breaking news. You happen to be doing something on the, whatever, on the golf course or out in the yard. Get your Newsmax app. You get all your news for free right there on your phone. But thanks to everybody. Thank you, Iron Ed. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow. God save the queen. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify.
Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.